man, what a game that was on a Saturday night in the snow, in the very cold fridge that houses the very cold lasagna. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Very Cold Lasagna, the podcast that houses a safe and open listening platform for casual, cold, and even the dumbest takes on the world of WWE, AEW, the NFL, and the wide world of pro wrestling and sports in general. I am your host, Dylan Lasagna. Welcome to today's episode, episode number 85 of this freezing cold podcast that houses that same very cold lasagna that I mentioned houses that very cold lasagna, but also has some spice into it. And today, we're going to be talking about one thing, and that is the 49ers divisional playoff game against the Green Bay Packers in cold-ass Lambeau Field. And man, what a game this was, huh? (laughs) You know, I initially thought, you know, when I talked about it in um, my divisional playoff preview, that, you know... The Niners got lucky. They, they definitely got lucky. Um, they lucked out um, in their wild card game against the Dallas Cowboys. But, you know, the Green Bay Packers were definitely not the Dallas Cowboys. They were the top seed in the NFC. They had their MVP in Aaron Rodgers. And, um, you know, the Niners, they were going to have to rely on Jimmy Garoppolo and that suspect secondary to take them as far as they can if they wanted to have a chance to upset the Packers and go on to the NFC Championship game. That said, you know, I picked them, uh, not, not the Niners, but the Packers to fulfill the Niners playoff prophecy and finally smash them, smash them, super smashed, ultimate them in on their own way to the NFC title game. So looking at this game, looking at this game prior, you know, it was a week three rematch um, where the Niners were hosting the Packers at home. Um, you know, the Niners erased a fourth quarter deficit um, into it, turned that into a 28 to 27 lead. Um, the problem was the Niners left too much time um, on the clock for Aaron Rodgers to go march down the field, burn that secondary, and allow Mason Crosby to hit a game winning field goal um, to beat the 49ers um, 30 to 28 um, in back all the way back in September in week three. And, you know, it was um, it was the time, I guess. It was still pretty early in the season for the 49ers and that defense. And so it was for the Green Bay Packers offense. So going into this game, you know, like I said, the Niners are still um, a couple days removed from their wildcard game against the Dallas Cowboys, the three-seeded um, Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, they got strong performances from their defensive line, their pass rush. And, you know, Elijah Mitchell and Debo Samuel had a, a strong day on the ground. But... Jimmy Garoppolo, um, he made that one mistake in the fourth quarter, throwing a wide open interception, and that allowed their the Dallas Cowboys offense and their newly crowned MVP, the Nickelodeon valuable player, Dak Prescott, to rally back into the game. Um, but the Niners managed to hold on because the Dallas Cowboys are stupid as fuck. Um, they, and they don't know how to correct their mistakes. Um, and the Niners survived 23-17 to in Dallas. And, well, here are the Packers. Meanwhile, for them, you know, another successful season for Green Bay. 13-4, and getting the AF- NFC North once again um, and laying claim to that top seed. They were on by watching all the chaos that was happening in the wildcard round. Um you know the journey there obviously you know lots of attention um towards aaron Rodgers. um but other than that i mean it was all business on the field for the nvp and this packers offense and their defense too pretty pretty good so you know going to this game 
you know, a lot of things to um, pay attention towards um, health-wise um, on both sides. Um, Nick Boza exited um, the Dallas game with the concussion, and you're wondering if he was going to play. Fred Warner also had an ankle injury that took him out of the game. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo also had a um, shoulder strain that um, I'm not sure where he suffered it, but it was probably on the interception. And then you find out much later um, by game time that their starting corner, Ambry Thomas, is going to be out with a bone bruise in his uh, shin. So even more bad news um, for the 49ers. So for the Packers, though, you you get pretty much everyone on your defense back. Jair Alexander, Zadarius Smith, Whitney Merciless. Um, there's one key player that they wouldn't get back, though. And that was their their lineman, David Bakhtiari, the the glue that kept everything together on the offensive line. And Aaron Rodgers, even though he had him in the season's finale against the Detroit Lions, he would not have him here against the 49ers in this very important playoff game. So for the 49ers, they did get Nick Boza. They did get Fred Warner. Um, they got a less than 50% Jimmy Garoppolo um, in this very cold game. They did not get Ambry Thomas, though. So... It was going to be a 49er secondary without Ambry Thomas going up against A-Rod and Devontae Adams. So, you know, <laughs> um, you know, maybe perhaps their playoff prophecy of them getting smashed was finally going to come to fruition without Ambry Thomas in the lineup. And, you know, it, it, things are not that good for the Packers uh, offense, too. You know, that offensive line, not so great. Against the 49ers pass rush, that's scary for them. That is really scary for them. So... In spite of all that, like I said, you know, the Niners looked out of a collapse and um, they were grateful enough for the Cowboys to make so many mistakes that they made, especially on the final drive where Dak Prescott like decided to do a draw and run it down the middle instead of like trying to run out of bounds and try to like like stop the clock and then when he did draw it they had a very little time to spike the ball and lo and behold the game is over so unlike the cowboys the packers are not the dallas bears so this could have been the week where the 49ers playoff prophecy got filled um jimmy g that fluky secondary got a super smashing of epic proportions in the cold ass weather of green bay so Last week, I picked the Packers to beat the 49ers in their super smashing of playoff prophecies. So we actually get to the game on Saturday night. Um, you know, I was at work and, you know, I was secretly watching this. Good thing I was doing like um, actual like computer work instead of being, um, you know, hands on on the on the floor. I work again. I work in a warehouse. So fortunately, I was on the computer um, um, during my shift. So we get to the first quarter, you know. And you see right from the gate, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams imposing their will on the 49ers secondary, pretty much like torching them and beating them down. Like, you know, I imagine this was going to happen. And they march their way down to the goal line and they set up an early A.J. Dillon touchdown. And it's already 7 to nothing. You know, the Niners secondary looked lifeless without Ambry Thomas to lock down on um, Devontae Adams. And, you know, Dante Johnson was starting in place of him because I guess Kyle Chanahan didn't want to go with Josh Norman um, early on. So I guess that's something. <laughs> so, you know, early on, it looked like we were going to see the smashing 
that the prophecy had waiting for the 49ers. And, you know, things got even worse because um, the offense couldn't do shit. The running game wasn't going, but the offensive line gave up the first of many sacks on their opening possession thanks to Tom Compton not being able to recognize where um, Rashawn Gary was, the Packers defensive lineman. And Jimmy Garbage fail got sacked for the first time on the opening drive in the first of many. And, you know, for for um, as much as the Jimmy Garbage fail got sacked, um, after the opening drive for the Packers, they were clearly struggling. They were clearly struggling because the 49ers defense were trying to shift the momentum of this game. They were playing lights out um, after that drive. So Fred Warner made a big play on the second um, defensive uh, outing for the 49ers. He forced a fumble on tight end Mercedes Lewis. Drake Greenlaw recovered it, but the 49ers couldn't do anything with it. Brandon Ayuk almost turned it over, but the referees bailed him out um, and overturned the call. Um, and Jimmy Garbage fail took another sack on third down because the offensive line is shit. I was playing like shit um, in that game. I'm like, my God, Tom Compton and Daniel Brunskill were complete butt cheeks like they've been for most of the season. Like, for example, they were showing during the replays that Tom Compton was getting beat by... It was either Rashawn Gary or somebody else on the on the edge, or it was in the interior. Daniel Brunskill, like looking at ghosts, like he didn't even recognize the the pass rush coming. It was like, what are you doing? Like, what are you watching? It's like, are, are we on L on LSD? Are we on drugs? Are we on high on that crack cocaine that? Oh, we're seeing stars. We're, we're trying to wait the snow so we can make some snow angels. Like, what were those two doing on that night? So, once again, the 49ers defense, again, coming on the shutdown of Rodgers in the pack. But, man, that Niners offense just couldn't get anything going. It's even George Kittle, he he dropped a pass. He, he dropped a rare um, wide-open pass from Jimmy G and... Jawan Jennings, the, the dude that has been clutched on third down, he dropped the pass, and the Niners had to punt yet again. So, so far in the first quarter, I mean, not everything was Jimmy Garbage fails fault. I mean, soon, that would be coming. But, you know, the gar the garbage um, was from the entire offense, especially that offensive line. So we get to the second quarter, and, you know, the story pretty much remained the same. You know, the defense was really heating up. They were amping up the pressure. They were trying to stay warm as hell in that cold-ass weather. But the offense still stuck in that very cold fridge, eating that very cold lasagna. Um, Tom Compton playing like total shit, shitting the bed for Jimmy Garbage fail. Um, I mean, Jimmy was playing, I mean, still not that great, but he tried to make some things happen, but his offensive line clearly failing him. Now, towards the tail end of the first half, you know, the offense finally got some rhythm in. They managed to get in the red zone. He got, Jimmy finally got his first completion all game to Kittle on a really, really impressive sideline catch. And he, Elijah Mitchell got a flip pass from Jimmy um, that got them into the red zone. But then, then, of course, you know, Jimmy Garbage fail. Failed to notice George Kittle wide open in the end zone. And when he did, George Kittle was already on the run. And Jimmy G was on already on the run. And, of course, instead of throwing it out of bounds to just throw it away, he threw it towards Kittle. And then the Packers were already right there 
to intercept that ass. And you wonder why people like me are always like assuming that we're hating on Jimmy Garbage Fail. You're always wondering, like, oh, why, 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 why like, is this one mistake? It's, oh, it's just, just one interception. No, this is this is the personification of why the Niners are are and should be going to move on from Jimmy Garbage Fail next season to Trey Lance. This right here is the garbage that Jimmy is presenting to the entire world, the national televised audience that is casual and hardcore NFL fans. It's like, do you guys really want to keep believing in this garbage fail of the is of Jimmy Garoppolo? Do you? Do you? So anyway, um, the 49ers tried to burn some timeouts to get the ball back um, and tried to make a two-minute drill out of something, but completely backfired. Jimmy Ward, the safety, um, he he gets his ass burned um, in coverage by Aaron Jones, um, and lo and behold, you know, the Packers back in the red zone. <laughs> you know, at that rate, the Packers were probably um, going to get the smashing ready for commencement, and they're going to strike in the end zone. Aaron Rodgers finally going to break out of that out of that mental mental mold. But then Nick Boza here out of nowhere strip sacks Aaron Rodgers. Holds them to a field goal. But then, out of nowhere, the special teams gets a miracle. And Jimmy Ward makes up for his lapse in coverage and blocks the field goal um, to end the half. And keeps it 7 to nothing. So, it could have been much worse. Um, it definitely could have been much worse. But damn, that offense though. That offense looked really shitty. That offense was really bad. All first half. Right guard Tom Compton was getting bodied by the pass rush, and so was Daniel Brunskill. And man, that right off right side of the line, it really needs some addressing this offseason. And the running game was practically non-existent. Um, even with Debo Samuel, it was going nowhere. And they the offense only got going in the last two minutes of the first half. And then of course when they got going. Jimmy Garbage fail struck with that red zone interception. So the only thing that kept the Niners in this game was the defense. Aside from that opening drive, they woke up and put the clamps down on Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. So chance after chance for them to put their stamp on the pack, but the offense not not holding up its end of the bargain. And you know, at some point, like going into the half, going into the half, the pack were going to lay the smack down on if the 49ers offense didn't wake the hell up. So we get to the third quarter. You know, Niners get the ball first. Um, and Diego Samuel gets the Niners their best drive of the game. Going going. He gets a nice kickoff return. And you know, the Niners are finally marching down to the to the field. They get it into the near the goal line. But then penalties. Penalties everywhere. <laughs> One on Elijah Mitchell, um, grabbing the face masks on his on the run, and then Trent Williams gets flagged for a false start. And then, like, uh, I think Jimmy G got sacked yet again. I don't remember. But then, they, either way, they had to settle for three points. So, I mean, sure, 7-3 deficit. But then the defense had to play again. Like, it could have been a tie at seven apiece. But then, penalties. So, here comes the defense, and they're still red hot as ever. Um, they continually put the heat on Aaron Rodgers, and, you know, 
they're forcing him to get the ball out much quicker than the first than the first half. And here we go, another three and out. So the defense again doing its part, but the offense still can't do shit. Um, and Jimmy Garbage fail is still throwing near pick six pick sixes. He's like he's freaking floating the ball up in the air. He's like lobbing it as if um in the nba like you you toss it up in the air and then you set it up for a lob dunk like this is not the nba dude you're not trying to like put it in the in the basket like trying to put that thing for a lob like like oh my god that was so insane <laughs> so anyway you know towards the end of the third um backers um were we're kind of clicking again you know instead of trying to like make that big play to Devontae Adams, they decided to go onto the ground, try to steal a formula from the 49ers, attacking with Aaron Jones, making some quick throws. And, you know, they did manage to give Devontae Adams a brief cameo, but when we got to the fourth quarter, Eric Armstead got a big sack on Aaron Rodgers. And Mason Crosby had to settle for a field goal. 10-3, deficit. Okay. Um, you know, the Niners still could get into this game like if they get a touchdown on offense unfortunately um when they did manage to get down to the field get into the red zone they managed to do a really odd call with elijah mitchell like i didn't understand why kyle shan decided to do this so you get a fourth and one and it's a very manageable fourth and one they had elijah mitchell run it straight down the middle but yet you have Jimmy G, Jimmy Garbage fail, who is pretty damn good. This is the one thing that Jimmy G is actually good at. He is good at doing the quarterback sneak. Why couldn't Why couldn't Kyle Shanahan do that? He, like at least then you could have like gotten the first down and extend the drive. But instead, you give the ball back to the Packers and and hope that the defense comes up with something, which in fact they did. Um, so the, the pass rush got to Rogers yet again and three now, but then the craziness ensued. The Niners got a freaking late ass Christmas miracle. So Jordan Willis, like on, on the special teams unit for whatever reason, the Packers are punting and then Jordan Willis, I don't know where it's breaks free blocks a punt. And, you know, the, the ball's up in the air, like, for a very long time. And it lands right next to the sa the safety, Talanoa Hufunga. He recovers it, waltz into the end zone, and here we are. 10, uh, 10, 10 all. Tied, the tie game. Like, goddamn. <laughs> like, the, the 49ers special teams saves the day. Holy shit, who expected this? The, the Packers garbage ass. Special teams struck, strikes out yet again, and especially at the worst possible time. The special teams for the Packers has been so bad, like my God. And then when the Packers get back on offense, like it has become very clear that it is not just the defense that's been playing well for the 49ers, but that offense and Aaron Rodgers, I guess they ate that very cold lasagna that was in the fridge. And they've just gone ice cold because Aaron Rodgers, like on third down on their last uh, drive, he slightly overthrew Devontae Adams um, in double coverage. And they have to go three and out. They have to punt again. So this spicy 49ers defense has been playing lights out. Even the secondary. I'll give them a little bit of credit. They've been doing pretty damn well. 
So Niners get one last chance um, to tie this game. Otherwise, they're going to overtime. But unlike in week three, they they milk the clock. They want to milk this baby down to the wire for Robbie Gold. So it was like a reverse of fortune. So Jimmy G gets some decent throws into Debo and Kittle. Um, Shanahan going for what works best for him. More runs with Elijah Mitchell and Debo. And, you know, the Packers are trying to do all they can to stop the clock, give Aaron Rodgers one last chance. But what the defense couldn't do was stop Debo Samuel. So Debo Samuel gets a critical first down to get into Robbie Gold's field goal range. And in a reverse of fortune, Robbie Gold was good as gold. Hit it dead center into the upright. And the San Francisco 49ers, the number six seed in the NFC, the playoff prophecy has not yet been fulfilled. As they upset the top seeded Green Bay Packers 13 to 10. Like, holy fucking shit. In all honesty, you know, the 49ers did not deserve to win this game. Like, they had, like, no chance in this game uh, for, like, what, four and three fourths of, of a quarter? Like, Tom Compton and Daniel Brunskill on the offensive line were garbage. They were. They they failed in protecting the garbage fail that was Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, Jimmy G didn't help matters too with his garbage garbage playing with floating passes, and you know he like he didn't even high tip passes either. But he he didn't help matters with like staying in the pocket and like throwing intercept throwing in red zone interception and near interceptions too. But still, it doesn't help when all three of those guys were not playing great now the offense only woke up um, because of the grit of the defense and the miracle by the special team so they really really got the benefit of the doubt by the defense and that special teams um miracle so when that happened kittle and debo finally got um going and debo finally was able to break through that weak packers run defense now for the packers they had all game long to smash the 49ers but Aaron Rodgers choked. He once again choked under the bright playoff lights. And, you know, the rest of the Packers offense didn't really help matters too, especially when they didn't have their top lineman in Bakhtiari. Um, but you, you, Rodgers is the guy leading this um, team under center. And he's not, he, he wasn't making a lot of plays when it mattered most. And sure, there were guys like Mercedes Lewis um, and the reserve receivers like Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb that failed to step up, but damn, he did, he was like Rogers was like nowhere um, after after the opening drive touchdown. So all in all, if you if we're realistically speaking, the Green Bay Packers lost this game more than the 49ers won it. Now credit to the 49ers defense for really keeping them in the game and that miracle play by the special teams. But this was on the Packers for choking this up and uh, laying their grave um, for potentially life without Aaron Rodgers next season. For the 49ers, color me surprised. They're going to the NFC Championship game in the same place where they clinched their playoff spot all the way back in week 18. What was that? Three or four weeks ago? Back in Los Angeles. SoFi Stadium with a Super Bowl trip on the line in that same stadium against Matthew Stafford and the LA Rams. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> holy fuck, what a, what a trilogy it's going to be. And, man, I've been so wrong. 
I am like, I'll admit it. I have been so damn wrong. Maybe not. Until they actually win this damn thing next week, I will definitely be wrong. So quickly, some winners and losers. Um, the defense, definitely the big winners of this game. They took a early hit pregame um, with Ambry Thomas not going to be able to play with that bone bruise. Um, and sure, they got gashed by Rodgers and Devontae Adams on the opening drive. But after that, no more of that bullshit. And it was definitely the wake-up call that they needed because they put Aaron Rodgers in the freezer. Um, that pass rush became frenetic and feisty um, against a Bakhtiari-less offensive line to force Rodgers to get rid of that ball early, allowed a secondary to prevent um, receivers not named Devontae Adams um, from getting an inch on his passes. And they also sacked him five times, um, most of which came on uh, third downs to force uh, three and outs. So... Everyone stepped up big time um, on defense when their offense couldn't do jack shit in, in this game. And yes, that includes uh, Wash Dash Josh Norman filling in for Deontay Johnson, uh, Dante Johnson for one play. The special teams. I can't believe I'm saying this. You know, the special teams has been kind of a weak point for the 49ers this season. But when it mattered most in this game, they really showed up um, and played um, a really damn good game. This special teams unit... Um, um, and the kickoffs, you know, got good starting field position, even though the, the 49ers offense really didn't do anything at all with it. Um, but obviously the biggest play of the game was the blocked punt. And that became the turning point of the game. Uh, Debo Samuel, you know, he continued to prove why he's the most important player in this um, Niners offense. Um, he's He has toughness. He has versatility. Um, he took a big hit from uh, Green Bay defender Chris Barnes. And um, he managed to get... He managed to return after you know some time, uh, a couple minutes off of off the field, um, and then on the last play of the game, um, he took a big hit to his knee, but it just turned out to be cramps, I guess, um, and he looked okay. So this guy continues to fight, and he continues to be an integral part of this offense, and he's definitely going to get paid um, in the off season. Now for some losers, I mean, do I even need to say it? Jimmy Garbage fail, Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, once again, you know. Jimmy continues to give the 49ers brass ammunition for why they should move on um, from him for Trey Lance next offseason, uh, next season. You know, aside from the right side of the offensive line being total shit, more on them later, he was floating his throws that against and also game Packers defense nearly um, resulted in pick sixes. And, you know, it could have led to the Niners getting mentally and physically smashed on Saturday night. He also, again, refused to run outside the pocket um, on most of his non-play action throws. And when he did, he got intercepted. So it's no wonder Kyle Shanahan is riding and dying again by the running game um, towards the NFC Championship because um, he can't trust Jimmy like he never did. So if the Niners are going to get past the LA Rams um, in in the title game next week, He's going to have to play uh, infinitely times better than he has in the last two playoff games. Um, Tom Compton and Daniel Brunskill, like, I'm not sure what they were smoking <laughs> in this game. Um, I don't know if they were awaiting the snow to make some snow angels, but they were getting constantly beat by this Packers defensive line, notably Rashawn Gary. Um, and those two alone allowed four sacks on to Jimmy Garbage fail. It's completely inexcusable. Um by those two and for two two linemen that had been pretty bad 
for most of the season. The Niners seriously need to address the um, right side of the offensive line because it's been a pretty weak point for them. And it's not a liner, it's not a Niners loser, but it's a Packers loser. And that's the entire offense and their special teams. And, you know, and Rodgers and the Packers yet again blanked out in a big playoff game. Rodgers got too flustered to throw to anyone, not named Devontae Adams, in the running game, led by Aaron Jones, eventually taken out of the equation in that special teams unit. God, that was horrible. That was so bad. You, you literally gave the Niners a chance to stay in this game. And sure, they've been horrible all year, but this was just the climax of their shittiness on Saturday. They allowed big kickoff returns. They shanked a punt. They allowed a punt to get blocked. And then the cherry on top. They could have also gotten flagged for having only 10 men on the field for the game-losing field goal. But I guess the referees were like, no, this is going to go through. (laughs) So the Packers got themselves the top seed. But then we asked ourselves, for what? What did they get it for? So to end today's episode, um, we'll ask ourselves this, you know, what does Kyle Shanahan need Jimmy Garoppolo to do? Like, what's it going to take for Jimmy Garoppolo to be good? Especially when Kyle Shanahan is going to need a very complete game um, from Jimmy Garbage Fail in the NFC Championship game against the Rams. If the Niners are going to surprise everybody like me next week, Jimmy G is going to have to shed his Garbage Fail label out the window and output his most mistake-free, clean game that he's ever had to offer he has to balance out the red hot performance of the defense and put out his best game now the rest of this offense is too talented to be held back by one safe ass quarterback like Kyle Shanahan can ride and die by the running game um like he did back in 2019 on the way to Super Bowl 54 but this Rams team um is coming off perhaps one of the biggest wins um in, in their season even though they almost choked it away to the Tampa Bay Bucks but this is a ramp team that's also one win away from becoming just the second team in uh, NFL history to host the Super Bowl in its own stadium. So they're gonna the Niners are gonna need a big ass game from Jimmy and G next week. Um, and then lastly, the Packers. Um, I know like this is a Niners uh, episode, but this this is the Green Bay Packers like. This, this is literally a big-ass uh, chance for the Green Bay Packers to uh, win one more one ring with Aaron Rodgers. And they they really failed. They really failed when it matters most. This was like their last dance. Like, after everything that happened in the last year with Aaron Rodgers um, potentially wanting out, like, well before the season started, um, back at the 2021 draft, and then they resolved things. They, they made up. They hugged. And then... The season happens and Rodgers has another MVP season and then it ends like this. So this was literally their best chance to win one more ring for Rodgers with that offense and with that defense and for Devontae Adams and many others to get to potentially get their first. They failed. They absolutely failed um, after that opening drive. Absolutely like blanked out. They were like, okay. We got the touchdown, and then, oh, we're going to go and super smash, um, get that final smash ball, and then lay the smackdown on this 49ers team and fulfill their playoff prophecy. But that was absolutely nowhere to be seen on on Saturday night. Now, 
unlike last year, the Packers enter an offseason of complete uncertainty <laughs> because um, they are $44 million over the cap, meaning they don't have much money to spend in free agency because they have a lot of key players um, on tab for to potentially leave um, the Packers, like Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Al Lazard, two of their reserve receivers that have stepped up this year. Um, corners, Rasul Douglas and Kevin King, and linebackers, Whitney Merciless and Chris Barnes. And most importantly, their star receiver, Devontae Adams. Yeah. Like, how are you going to resign any one of those guys, especially Devontae? So, it, it's going to be like interesting what happens to them. And then there's also the possibility of Rodgers wanting and probably wanting to go to play for someone else. It could be the Denver Broncos. It could be the Las Vegas Raiders. It could be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Rodgers and the Packers are probably going to head towards a divorce this offseason. We don't know when. We don't even know if it's going to happen. But either way, this is the Packers' last dance. This was literally their chance to get a Super Bowl with Rodgers under center, their last chance. But they totally screwed themselves. Rodgers screwed himself. Like The Packers screwed the Packers. And by next season, we could definitely be looking at a very different Packers team. And the San Francisco 49ers, the 2021 San Francisco 49ers, may have played a big time role into that. So, hot damn. So what do you guys think about this um, divisional playoff victory for the San Francisco 49ers who are moving on to the NFC Championship game to face the LA Rams in part three of their division rivalry of 2021? So let me know how you feel about that. But with that said, that is it for this episode of Very Cold Lasagna. I am your host, Phil Lasagna. Thank you for tuning in to this fine, fine episode recapping the 49ers' victory in the divisional playoffs against the Green Bay Packers. And man, this divisional weekend was insane. And we're going to be talking about that real soon. <laughs> so thank you for tuning in. Make sure you tune into everything in relation to Very Cold Lasagna, whether it's the social media or on the listening platforms, be it YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, Google Podcasts. And of course, follow the social media pages on Twitter and Instagram at Very Cold Lasagna. Keep that lasagna very cold in the fridge with your takes on the world of pro wrestling and sports. Very cold in the fridge. Ice hot, icy hot, icy hot? <laughs> ice cold as ice, but also with that icy hot. <laughs> anyway, until next time, peace out.